0: with a yawn I know I know I'm we're recording so, very there's... early today
1: well no we're not we're recording at like 10 a.m my time <laughs> but thank you for giving me grace it's a Sunday um it's a Sunday and it's also if you're listening to this happy spooktober this is crime culture that's hi handy. I'm Caitlin and the last episode we sh- I should have noted um was the day after my partner michael's birthday and this episode we're recording the day before my partner michael's birthday time is so weird time keeps on slipping 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 (laughs) that was on a key um but yeah so michael has a surprise party i'm sorry for the asmr if you don't like that but that's happening and that's why i'm tired because i've been burning the candle at both ends for the sake of celebrating a thirtieth. It's a big one. It's it's so I hear. I yeah. I look forward to finding out.
0: <laughs> I had COVID for mine, so it was. You did. A
1: big one. I know. That really
0: <sighs> Yeah.
1: That was really messed up.
0: That's right. We're doing something fun for, for Elliot's thirtieth, but I can't say it on here because he edits these episodes and this Uh-oh. is gonna come out before we before his birthday so yeah
1: peas spell it with your peas <laughs> <laughs> i made that easy a joke to Haley yesterday about something else entirely i'm pretty sure uh maybe not maybe, it was maybe the same this was,
0: thing maybe this was about the same thing yeah as i said that but because I'm... i couldn't tell you because he was sitting behind me
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that that actually that tracks um but my brain is soup so i never remember but it's it's an oldie but a goodie that's that's my advice for today is everybody just keep on quoting movies from like 2011 (laughs) perfect that's all i want to do
0: uh what are (laughs) we talking about today
1: today we're talking about witches (gasps) just the concept of witches basically like we've talked about so many other spooky things and i was like you know what we haven't talked about like historically like feminine spooky things and witches are seen as a feminine thing even though like anybody can be
0: a witch i'm gonna have so much more to say on this after next week because this coming weekend i'm going to salem yeah i know and i'm so fucking jealous i'm so excited it's gonna be fucking mobbed (laughs) uh my big i'm gonna do like as much as i can when i'm there but mm-hmm. I also fully plan to go back. Uh, my birthday is in November. So mm-hmm. I think, like, next year for my birthday, I plan to yeah. go. Because it's supposed to be, like, so much easier to, like, get around. And so much easier to, like, get tickets to things and do stuff. Because all, like, October is a nightmare. So Yeah. But, ooh, I'm so jealous. Yeah. I that, need that I, I need to go fall, there so bad. I need that fall, like, IV drip just in my... <laughs> in my bloodstream so just mainlining pumpkin yes. spice <laughs> yeah so that's why we're going and um i'm very excited but All right. this is gonna be a good prep
1: for this yeah that's what i'm saying consider okay. this your little like your little taste okay your your free trial um so getting into the whole thing Okay. Um, early witches were people who practiced witchcraft. they use magic spells called upon spirits for help, bringing about change, so on and so forth. uh most witches are stereotyped as doing the devil's work and or being a pagan aka someone whose spirituality and religious practices differ from more mainstream religions like Christianity and Judaism mm-hmm. um and they tend to have like more earth-centered belief or, and or be polytheistic. Uh, so they worship multiple gods and or goddesses. And many of the so-called early witches, however, were none of these things. They were really just simple, natural healers and or like, quote unquote, wise women. Uh-huh. Um, but so first we're going to get into a brief history of witches. So mm. it's unclear exactly when witches came on the historical scene but one of the earliest records of a witch is actually in the
0: bible okay Um,
1: in the book of 1 samuel which is believed to have been written between 931 bc and 721 bc according to the history channel that's not just something i'm able to pull out of my ass no matter how much catholic schooling i've suffered through all right and It tells the story of when King Saul sought the Witch of Endor with an E, not the Star Wars place, and basically asked her to have a seance to call up the spirit of the dead prophet Samuel to help him defeat the Philistine army, which she did. But then Samuel went and did what he did best and did a little prophecy that Saul and his sons were going to die. So, yeah, according to the Bible, the next day the sons died in battle and then Saul killed himself all right then yeah now i don't know if this is why but obviously if you know a crumb which i wrote as Anne crumb fun fact in my notes of history or religion you mm-hmm. know that the old testament isn't exactly a fan of witches uh there are a few passages that straight up condemn them in fact such as Exodus. they condemn a lot of people in that book they condemn a lot of people a lot of things listen like the the main the, the Old Testament is not known for having fun. Okay, no. if you want to have fun, go into like I don't know a different a, book. a, a bounce house. Don't go looking in the yeah. Old Testament. Um, but regardless, so in Exodus twenty two eighteen, it says, "quote Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live." End quote. Okay, dramatic and then there are other verses that warn against so-called witchy activities like well an obvious one contacting the dead which makes sense we all heard that how that one turned out
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: things like chanting divination and so on and so forth so basically fantasy football is witchcraft yeah sounds like it you're all getting involved in fantasy football witchcraft um now We're going to fast forward a little bit past the biblical era past the crusades where we massacred innocent people and called it religious freedom and we're going to hit the brakes here at the mid to late 1400s okay which is where when wherever whatever you choose which hysteria took europe like the muppets took manhattan and in 1486 the publication of the book malleus maleficarum usually translated as the hammer of witches this is thought to be the smoking cauldron, if you will, that triggered this witch craze because it was essentially a guide on how to identify, hunt, and interrogate witches okay the book came be or became what were we were taught in elementary school as a primary source for Catholics and Protestants when in fact it was closer to a tertiary source like Wikipedia being more accurate than this book was uh-huh. but That didn't stop it from being the equivalent of a New York Times bestseller for the next hundred plus years, or give or take, because it actually sold more copies than any other book in Europe besides the Bible. Whoa, yeah all right so at this time many people particularly unmarried women widows and other marginalized women were targeted and accused of being witches which at the same time was synonymous with things like being in cahoots with the devil or being too lusty or busty or sexually liberated which of course meant that it was considered heresy Mm -hmm. so many of the accused confessed often after being tortured gee i wonder what the correlation is there and most of the accused were executed by again some sort of like the most dramatic and overkill ways depicted in every modern witch story ever which is like burning at the stake hanging so on and so forth yeah so within a century witch hunts were common between the years 1500 and 1660 it's believed that as many 80,000 suspected witches were put to death in europe during this time Ooh. yeah that is 500 people per fucking year for those who don't feel like whipping out their calculators damn yeah and around 80 percent of them were women Mm -hmm. yeah and because i know you were wondering germany had the highest witchcraft execution rate while
0: ireland had the lowest good job ireland but still too many one is too many too many
1: but they're in gobralis but then as usual America had to come in and be like, supersize me, because as we all know, in the year 1620, the pilgrims came over, the good ship Mayflower brought them across the sea, they landed on Plymouth Rock, then built up their houses at harvest time, they started our Thanksgiving day, etc. So, one, two, skip a few, pass some wars between the French and the British, a smallpox epidemic and quote-unquote attacks from neighboring Native American tribes, aka we massacred innocent people and called it religious freedom, Mm -hmm. everyone was a little too repressed and everyone was looking for a scapegoat so enter what is probably the most famous witch hunt in the country or as most americans think the world the salem witch trials yes except no <gasps> because massachusetts mo is to steal connecticut thunder as being the most new england state or whatever it is and it should come as no surprise that the first person in america to be executed for witchcraft was actually alcee young in windsor
0: connecticut in 1647. Oh. so yeah so connecticut started being bad before Massachusetts Uh go
1: Connecticut I I guess Connecticut first place in wrongful executions and inventing the hamburger okay just you know the big two so then yeah anyway then came the Salem witch trials which as we all kind of know began in Salem Massachusetts in June 1692 when nine-year-old Elizabeth Paris and 11-year-old Abigail Williams began suffering from fits, body contortions, and uncontrolled screaming, and soon more young girls started to follow suit. And now today, we've got a pretty good hunch that these spasms and delusions were caused by poisoning from some kind of fungus.
0: I've heard that that's not true. It it, it would be an ergot poisoning, and uh, it wouldn't have been as intense to cause all of those issues uh, to make it that bad. So I don't think that that's exactly true, uh, but also never... Back check me mommy. Never before in our country has a nine-year-old girl held so much power. Because most of the Salem witch trials were pe- were young girls um, just making wild accusations yeah, and putting well, people and to death. That's the thing, too, is...
1: Never in my life have I seen people take the word of a tween girl as gospel. Literally. And yet, (laughs) and yet here we are. Now, granted, if you want to look at this from another perspective, a great feminist moment. We love believing women. However, no common sense was
0: used. Not, yeah, but not 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 an I feel like I feel like crazy shit like that still happens. Not like witch trial type crazy oh, yeah. shit. But like kids will uh kids will have like I don't know, like one of those crazy near death experiences and say they see God yep, and then all of a sudden they yep. go on like a religious tour. All of a sudden there's a like, book
1: called Heaven is Real that was written but like But if you ghost if your kid
0: if your kid says they see the the black hat man or whoever it is that the Your kid says, I see dead people. Nobody's sitting there looking for Bruce Willis. Yeah, but if they say they see God,
1: then all of a sudden. Oh, well, that's okay. Famous. Oh, that's fine. But yeah. Um, So as more and more young women were affected by whatever this might be, uh, mass hysteria ensued. And soon one thing led to another. And three women were accused of witchcraft. Sarah Good, a white bitch. Sarah Osborne, another white bitch. And Tituba an enslaved woman owned by elizabeth paris's father samuel mm-hmm. what could go wrong as we saw in the 1400s Tichuba, i'm sure of her own volition with no kind of threat or duress of any kind confessed to being a witch but then she decided if she was going to go down she was taking a few of these puritans down with her and began accusing other people of using black magic good for her so yeah you know what like if you're going down take them down with you fuck that noise so on June 10th 1692 the only time they probably listened to her true honestly honestly I mean on June tenth, 1692 Bridget Bishop was the first person to be put to death when she was hanged at the Salem gallows and ultimately by the time that widespread momentary lapse in sanity was over in May 1693 so less than a year
2: Mm -hmm.
1: about 150 people had been accused of witchcraft and my sources differed 18 to 19 people had been hanged Marcia has just jumped up on my memes you gotta mm-hmm. get down ma'am she's like I was there <laughs> reincarnated <laughs> yeah she's like I was there listen <laughs> um so 18 to 19 people had been hanged, and five people died while in custody. And one man was even pressed between heavy stones. That's how he was killed. Well, fuck that. I know. Uh, Tichiba, however, survived. Although wow. she was stuck in prison for a year since Samuel Paris refused to pay her jail fees. Bitch. Big dick swinger over here. And eventually somebody purchased her from the prison for the price of her jail fees in 1693. But after this, her fate remains unknown.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right. So meanwhile, Connecticut really did say we were the first and we're going to be the last because its final trial didn't take place until 1697, by which point 46 people had been accused of witchcraft and 11 had been put to death.
2: Mm.
1: not as many but they didn't stop until 1697 which is like mm, not great yeah meanwhile in virginia which isn't new england we're not counting it people were actually saner at the time and said miss me what? with that witch trial bullshit." i know man like these things something how flipped. the tides have changed <laughs> i know in fact, even though there were about 24-ish witch trials, mostly women, uh, between 1626 and 1730, so just under 100 years, none of the accused were executed, and a law was even passed in 1655 in Lower Norfolk County that criminalized falsely accusing someone of witchcraft. Mm. So, yeah, pretty pretty based. However, Virginia was home to one of the most Famous witches in American history. If you don't know her name, you probably know her story. Grace Sherwood. I do not know the name. Okay. So I don't know why, but Grace. Yes. Was that you?
0: Apparently my cat was Grace Sherwood. I think we're learning about your cats. Past <laughs> we're learning lives a lot right about
1: here. her today, yes. Um, so I don't know why, but Grace's neighbors were on one. And they started accusing her of killing their pigs and hexing their cotton which like weird okay maybe you're just bad farmers yeah totally normal things to accuse your neighbor of definitely not on you and then there's more and more accusations coming through so grace was finally put on trial in 1706 And it was the events of this trial that are what make her so well known because the court decided to test whether or not she was a witch by tying up her arms and legs and throwing her into a body of water under the impression that if she sank, she was innocent. And if she floated, she was guilty because it was 1706 and therefore we were stupid and still believed in the humors and didn't know that our bodies are like 98% water. Okay. This is so yes not to mention like think about this for a second so either you live but you're convicted of being a witch or you or die you're proven and innocent like, but you're proven damn. dead. Yeah, yeah 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 so yeah what kind of the fuck kind of lose-lose situation that we got here so good news is grace made like a 2010s tumblr millennial and was like i refuse to sink but the bad news is because she floated she was convicted of being a witch and sent to prison for eight years Okay. I mean, not being
0: in prison for ideal. eight years is better than dying. I mean, it's maybe, not ideal, clearly. Not ideal. But, not ideal. But
1: not fair. No, um, definitely not. But finally, what put an end to all this madness was actually a satirical article allegedly written by the man, the myth, the inventor of the catheter, Benjamin Franklin. Okay. It was written about, you thought I was going to say electricity, didn't you? Um, I didn't know who you were talking about, so I had no expectations. <laughs> <laughs> um, he allegedly wrote an article about a witch trial in New Jersey and published it in the Pennsylvania Gazette in 1730. The article was real. The author is allegedly him. Okay. So after basically being like, do y'all you hear yourselves and how ridiculous you sound, the witch mania finally died down and laws were passed to help protect people from being wrongly accused and convicted. Okay. And as we all know, witches became more PC in the US after Halloween got to be so popular, starting in the mid to late 1800s. Witches were among the most popular Halloween costumes, as we discussed in episode 259 on the history of Halloween
0: costumes yes. last Spooktober. I'm also going to was- like interject real quick yeah baby this is a big yada 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 over the salem witch trials oh, there's so there's so much more yes, was brief in, yes uh, we're just talking about witches history yes we're just talking about witches in general we may pop yes. back to the like a deep dive on salem
1: yeah uh a live episode in salem maybe. <gasps> babe you can never i'm getting i'm getting goosebumps stop it
0: we're already um, planning it's absolutely magical um are we can we do a meet up in salem that's what i'm saying anybody who can get Are to we? salem for my birthday next year let's go <laughs> hold the fucking phone um, i'll hang out with anybody if anybody wants to meet up in salem i'll fucking hang out with people i don't give a shit this, that'd be cool this,
1: this could be a great idea or a terrible one and i'm going with this the first one mm-hmm. i was like the former the latter i don't know um so yeah uh in episode 259 the history of halloween costumes last week ever. You- um, it was the first commercially produced Halloween costume was the witch costume. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by the mid 20th century, we saw an even more positive revival of the term witch through the Wiccan movement in the U.S. and the U.K., which went on to spread into many feminist and quote unquote goddess consciousness movements. Mm-hmm. But you see, Wiccans are like the rectangles t- of witches. OK. OK. All Wiccans are witches, but not all witches are Wiccans. OK. OK. So according to Dr. Helen A. Berger, Ph.D., affiliated scholar at Brandeis University Women's Studies Research Center, Wicca, is a type of pagan religion, Mm -hmm. quote, in which magic is part of the practice, end quote. And she told today, quote, Wicca is a religion whose beginnings go back to the UK in the 1930s. There is a ritual calendar of the eight sabbats that denote the beginning and height of each season, end mm. quote. And this brings us to the types of witches. <gasps> Yay! Because in 2023, which I want you to know I was experiencing things when I wrote this, when I was writing part of this outline. Okay. Um And I wrote 2022 because at that moment I genuinely thought that we were still in 2022.
0: <laughs> yeah. I also uh, read a, a tweet or something recently that said um, 2019 was almost five years ago and my brain short-circuited. So, time is a construct. No. No, I don't believe in that. Right? Um, yeah, no.
1: Mm-mm. Um, I don't like it. But yeah, today, whatever that is, there are many, many, many different types of witches. Um, if you're on TikTok, if you scroll through witch talk, it'll show you all kinds of of shit from like traditional rituals to spell jars to like a more like affirmational sort of thing, wellness, all kinds of every everybody's doing the witch thing. Okay. Um Alex Marr, a journalist, witch, and author of the book Witches in America, told the Today Show, quote, In general, when people talk about witchcraft as we see it in horror films or supernatural TV series, which often doesn't really bear much resemblance to the practice of witchcraft around this country. Most of the time when people are talking about actual practicing witches today, what they're really talking about are pagans. Mm -hmm. Not every pagan will call themselves a witch, but a lot of them do work with different kinds of rituals and spells, end quote. Okay. But there are some who do identify as witches and we will go through them now. Mm hmm. This is not all of them this is just some of them okay so first off we're going to start with small minimum just the first stuff okay baby witches Mm -hmm. um baby witch is a term you might have seen on witch talk and most definitely they are not little babies who practice witchcraft they are just beginner witches they may start out following a certain doctrine and then over time experiment with other ones they they're just trying to find their scene And eventually they grow up to be little adult witches. And then these adult witches can branch off into a variety of types, including coven-based witches who operate as part of a wider group of witches. They tend to focus more on ceremonial and ritualistic magic. Sometimes they're led by high priestesses. Other times they're led by Angelica Houston or Anne Hathaway. But what matters is they come together to combine their magical powers and create stronger bigger spells using their skills and their strengths and whatnot Mm -hmm. and this can be to manifest outcomes for the group for individuals for like a big ol' situation which we'll get into then we have solitary witches just as there are witches who prefer to operate in a coven there are witches who prefer to work alone Mm -hmm. and they just kind of do their own thing unlike coven witches they can follow one particular branch of witchcraft or a combination of things and then you've got the ceremonial witch, which you've guessed they focus on ceremonial magic, AKA quote unquote high magic, okay. which often involves more elaborate <clears throat> or specific rituals than every day magic. Mm-hmm. Then we have the hereditary witch, which just as the name sounds, a hereditary witch is someone who inherited their powers or their practice through their family line. Think like practical magic, how they come from a long line of witches or twitches with Mm -hmm. Tia and Tamara Maori, who are adopted but you know what they can't escape um so that's what a hereditary witch would be and then next up we've got a folk witch which is similar to a hereditary witch they practice folk magic which is passed down through their family or through their local community Mm -hmm. and they typically focus on the history and the origin of a practice and they might work with plants and objects that are native to their location okay then we have cosmic witches who are drawn to the sky they're all about astrology astronomy lunar energies and moon cycles spells that are amplified by or protect against celestial events Um, if you're on TikTok and you see those things that are like now is a great time to like the, it's it's going to be a new moon, and now is a great time to do X Y Z. That's kind of where the cosmic witch thing comes in. Uh, they're the ones that know all the star signs. They're breaking down your birth chart for you because you don't understand it, and people have explained it many times in bars, but you still don't really understand it. And they, it, it's more than just telling you what it means to have like your moon in Aquarius or whatever, and how Gemini's are manipulative and Libras are fiercely loyal. They enjoy analyzing the complexities of the universe and actively using their knowledge to change energies. Okay. So next up, we've got crystal witches, which they feel deep connections to the power of different natural physical objects like crystals, gems, rocks, and stones, and use them to manifest or amplify or attract different situations and outcomes think like seeing auras feeling vibrations and energies being attracted to shiny things Mm -hmm. so on and so forth next up we've got the gray witch because you've probably already heard of white witches and black witches which is not to do with skin color it's about the type of magic that they are said to practice Mm -hmm. gray witches straddle the divide between lighter and darker magic and they basically use whatever is better for the situation um most witches many of them they'll not go for like the black magic stuff they will stay away from it um that's like hexes curses things like that yeah um it's typically witchcraft follows a ethical standard of working towards the greater good okay um gray witches will typically seek justice they they will try to correct unfair circumstances and just redirect any bad stuff to where it should have gone in the first place whether that's like energies situations and so on and so forth Mm -hmm. they'll often call on unseen spirit presences to help with this stuff Um, so if you feel like you're fighting a bigger evil in the world, or if you're drawn to the darker arts, that's more what that means in terms of being a gray witch. Uh, so then we've got green witches. We've got a rainbow of witches and they're all about nature and nurture and healing. And they draw their power and their rituals and the things that they use in their rituals from the earth and like you know like the great outdoors plants flowers herbs all of that as like a primary source of spell ingredients ritual content and whatnot Mm -hmm. um and green witches above everything else all witches all witches respect nature but green witches are like yeah no nature's Nature's my my, yeah nature's my, my thing nature's my thing um and they have a gift for healing for soothing they enjoy gardening uh tending to plants and herbs they're they're basically living in a greenhouse like and that's that's a green witch Mm -hmm. now plant witches are like green witches they also work with plants obviously it's in the name but their practice is more rooted in uh, connecting with nature i love myself <laughs> um uh, past me was really looking out she italicized and everything um perfect. they might study the history or cultural associations or traditions of different plants and herbs while using them for rituals potions and spells so like okay. oh like it's there's that one line in practical magic my favorite halloween movie in case anybody didn't know um like you plant lavender for luck you plant rosemary at your garden gate you do you do this that and the other thing like that's very plant witchy type stuff then we have hedge witches which do not manage hedge funds as the name might suggest uh but instead they're very similar to a green witch but not so solely focused on nature okay um they're a solitary witch they typically work alone they don't adhere to any strict dogma in terms of like religion spiritualism and so on and they tend to do their own kind of thing develop their own kind of magic and primarily focus on things like nature crafts herbalism like creating healing remedies uh Mm -hmm. and whatnot and everything is really simple and basic their rituals are all very minimalist they're not like fancy I don't even want to say fancy but like fussy um so if you're drawn to solitude and you're kind of just like doing your own thing in all senses of the word that that's kind of more what a hedge witch is okay then we have the kitchen witch which as the name suggests they focus on the kitchen think like the mom from Encanto. okay they incorporate their magic into their cooking into their baking uh maybe the ingredients that they choose are just as much for their magical properties as they are for their taste who knows they also might prepare specific meals for specific holidays for purposes like healing for example um and rituals things like that and especially like they do this to share with their community or coven Mm -hmm. um and meanwhile we've got the hearth witch which is not Joanna Gaines that we know of um they focus on the home could be honestly because could be a, a hearth witch is another broader term like could be a kitchen witch could be a green witch they just they focus on objects and rituals that are used around the home, like ritual cleaning, candle magic, uh, herbalism, and things like that. Then we have the house witch, which is similar to a hearth witch. They focus on making their house a magical space, cooking, cleaning, like homey rituals, you know, saging. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we've got the sea witch. And anybody who heard me say sea witch and immediately thought Ursula from The Little Mermaid, get the fuck out, but actually no you could just come sit by me because that was great um sea witches are drawn to the ocean okay and they don't steal mermaids voices they don't catfish human princes but they might foster their connection to the ocean by practicing water magic like using seawater in their rituals bringing home seashells for their little for like their altar decorations uh, paying special attention to the moon and its phases, since the moon controls the tides. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then we have sex witches, who, as you might have guessed, practice sex magic, which is okay. a thing. It involves working with arousal and orgasms during manifestation rituals, either solo or with a partner or with multiple partners. And it's about cultivating self love in all forms. That's the root. Of all of it mm-hmm. and working towards yourself and the greater community to see sexuality as something that is sacred mm. um, which is why we're including it on this list because we stand sex positivity
0: oh yeah and then
1: finally we've got eclectic witches which they're I'd say most similar to and if anybody heard me punch my seltzer just now no you didn't Um. I'd say they're most similar to hedge witches, but they just kind of cherry pick whatever practices or ideas or beliefs or rituals feel what is natural and good to them in the moment. Um, It's it's all of my resources. They all made it very clear that like witchcraft, how people practice, how witches practice. It's very personal. It's your own journey. Mm hmm. Um, and so baby witches might start out as eclectic witches, but they might stay that way, or they mm-hmm. might become, people may become an eclectic witch later. Um, but eclectic witch is kind of just like the catch all. Like, okay. okay, I do this, but I don't do this and blah,
0: blah, blah. Just dabble in um, a little bit of everything.
1: Exactly. A little dabble do. So next up, we've got famous witches and I had a brain blast last night. So here's what we're going to do. Okay i'm gonna name a witch okay or am i you're Mm -hmm. gonna tell me if this person is a witch or not okay and then i'll give you a little background
0: all right let's see how i do
1: all right i love this mostly for me but that's okay i didn't know there was gonna be a quiz i would have prepared i didn't know there was gonna be a quiz i had this idea like (laughs) 245 incredible (laughs) when all the best ideas happen yeah we're gonna start off easy don't worry it's okay
0: Okay,
1: Grigory Rasputin. Ooh,
0: yeah, yeah, he's a witch. All right, final answer. Uh, from what, uh, from the little bit of knowledge I have of him, yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, he sure the fuck's thought he was. <laughs> All right, uh yeah, Rasputin was more than just Russia's greatest love machine. Uh, he was a mystic. they removed
0: his penis they did we're
1: gonna get to that we're gonna get to that um he was a mystic um also a close friend and advisor to Tsar nicholas romanoff and his family the anastasia family as you all know um and after the Tsarina alexandra nicholas's wife became convinced that rasputin who was basically like a faith healer had miraculous powers that could ease the chronic pain of their son their only son Alexi who was a hemophiliac um he basically he was able to stop bleeding that stemmed from the hemophilia and it has since been suspected that he just gave the kid aspirin which <laughs> also stops bleeding <laughs> um that's witchy yeah that's fine um nevertheless the Tsarina developed a quote-unquote passionate attachment to Rasputin um who People were like yeah this dude liked to fuck um Mm -hmm. so i don't know if she fucked him but yeah uh she became very attached and then the whole family became very attached because alexi was you know like that kid gets a paper cut and it's over yeah um so according to historian mark farrow um he quickly rose to prominence and became a major figure in Russian politics which would have been great if he wasn't an accused rapist and such an egomaniac that he apparently once called himself quote-unquote Christ in miniature
0: oh okay
1: mm, we love a humble man so his influence among high-ranking officials continued to grow until concerns over just how much influence he had over the Romanovs particularly in some cases Alex Alexandra um, but then, therefore, the entire Russian Empire led to an attempt on his life in 1914. Mm-hmm. And then, ultimately, his assassination, which, yes, included the cutting off of the dick yep. in, by Felix Yusupov on September 16th, 1916. Um, mm. And so, yeah, but he was technically a witch. Yeah. His, like, you know... um. His sister was a witch, bro. No. But um next up we have Anne Boleyn.
0: Hmm. Did she do anything witchy? I don't know, did she? I don't remember. I'm so bad at history stuff. I'm going to say no. Final answer. I know I'm wrong, but I'm still sticking with no.
1: You actually are
0: not wrong, <gasps> though.
1: Everybody else would have disagreed with you back in the 1500s. Oh shit! Sure. Um, so, as we all know from the musical Six, and no other reason, maybe the other bowling girl, um, Henry VIII's second wife was Anne Boleyn, mm-hmm. and when Anne gave birth to a daughter and then a stillborn son, King Man Baby got all hurt and began to claim first that he had been cursed and then that Anne had actually seduced him using sortilage, aka sorcery, witchcraft, and so on. Okay. However, despite this very original excuse, um, he made a lot of waves when he divorced his first wife, Catherine of Aragon, um, she was divorced as you may remember from school because she couldn't provide him with a male heir and mm-hmm. he really wanted a male heir. Um, So because of this, he made a lot of waves when he basically created his own church and, Anne, understandably had a bunch of enemies as a result of him divorcing his first wife and marrying her a- after, because we'd rather blame the woman than hold a man accountable. Yeah. And they were, Really quick to pile on once these accusations started, and they claimed she had witches' marks like moles, that she had a six, sixth finger on one hand. That's probably and, pretty easy to debunk, but sure. I know, right? But she, so she was never formally charged with witchcraft, but the accusations fucked with her reputation and contributed to her ultimate execution on May 19th, 1536. Mm. So probably not no but people
0: sure as fuck thought she did just because you can't forcibly have a son does not mean you're a Mm -hmm. witch Mm -hmm. um
1: next up i'm so excited oh no yeah i i didn't realize i forgot this was on there and i'm like oh she's gonna step in it
0: beyonce yeah beyonce's a witch all right final answer yeah even if you say no she is <laughs> yeah as far as we know she
1: is not she has never confirmed that she is a witch however mm. in 2018 beyonce's former drummer kimberly thompson filed a restraining order against her Ooh. after she accused beyonce of practicing quote extreme witchcraft and dark magic and quote according to the blast and she also accused Beyonce of casting, quote, magic spells of molestation,
0: end quote. Oh,
1: okay. And cursing her pet kitten to attack her. Oh. Resulting in the eventual death of said kitten. Oh, no. Sorry. I know. Oh. Um, you would never yeah, curse a familiar. I know. Hell, it's Beyonce. She wouldn't do that. <laughs> Fucking Jay-Z would no, no longer be No, I don't
0: know if she's doing molestation magic, but she's doing something she's she's got something behind those eyes she's a witch she's she's a powerful woman she's a witch. all right
1: next up we have david bowie
0: yes yes yeah final answer yeah i loved what was going on with his eyes i know he had like some something wrong with one of his eyes he got punched in the face and one of his pupils yeah that's what happened he got into
1: a bar fight Oh shit! And and one of his pupils was permanently dilated, right? Yeah, like that. Whatever. I I I think that's the word.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure that like screws up your vision or something, but like it looked pretty cool for a rock star. Yeah, it looked cool,
1: and it like fit in with his whole shtick. He he had like different eras, kind of like uh, Tyler the Creator.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, But yeah, so Bowie apparently always had a fascinating, uh, fascinating. Um, A fascination with UFOs and occult magic. But his ex-wife, now ex-wife, Angie Bowie, wrote in her 1993 memoir, Backstage Passes, Life on the Wild Side, that he was very much afraid that witches were after him to the point that he even hired a witch to protect him from demonic forces and exorcise his home during his White Duke era. Mm. Angie wrote, quote, At a certain point in the ritual, the pool began to bubble. It bubbled vigorously, perhaps thrashed is a better term, in a manner inconsistent with any explanation involving filters and the like. End quote.
0: Mmm. Creepy. I would say someone that's that interested in, like, the occult and and all that (coughs) had to have at some point dabbled, at least. Come on. A little dabble, do ya? I've said it once, I've said
1: it again. But... Yeah, so we've got that going for him. Um, R.I.P. David Bowie. Yeah. And speaking of R.I.P. David Bowie, I shouldn't have said that. But now you're getting a freebie. Um, so next
0: up is Lord. Um, no. <laughs> no? I don't think she's a witch. Final answer? She looks witchy, but She no. does.
1: All right. So... I say speaking of David Bowie because Bowie once described Lord as the quote future of music,
0: end quote. Interesting. Okay.
1: Yes. However, I also say this because in 2016, Lord claimed that she saw David Bowie's ghost Ooh. after he passed, and told the Daily Telegraph quote It would be no surprise to anyone that I'm not weirded out by ghosts or spirits. I am basically a witch. end quote wow she claimed which she claimed basically which yeah but is she practicing i don't know that's Hmm. a a practice is between you and you all right (laughs) so next up though we've got prince yeah 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 final answer yep real sexy dude all right um yeah so even though he went on to join the jehovah's witnesses excuse i don't remember Uh, that at all oh yeah you don't remember that no oh yeah no that i definitely because that was a big bummer for me um so he fans have long suspected that prince was a witch um and examples that they would point to was like how he changed his name to a personal sigil during his yeah exactly like, the artist formerly known as prince era um and then also there was a vault discovered after he passed which was also in 2016 like a few months after david bowie that contained enough unreleased material to release an album every year for a century holy shit i know um but uh, apparently he never said it and he, I don't know. He hasn't yet. Mm. Next up, we have Angelina Jolie.
0: Ugh. Oh. Don't be mean. I don't know. I was just reminded how she made out with her brother at the Oscars. She did make out with her brother at the Oscars. Ugh. I bet she thinks she is a witch, but I don't know. I don't think so. Final answer?
1: Yeah. All right. Uh. So, between. Making out with her brother at the Oscars. Yep. Uh no. So there's a photo of it. I know, I know. i i saw the video. Um so she would she did things besides that. She exchanged vials of blood with her ex Billy oh, Bob Thornton yeah. to wear around their necks without ever taking them off. I forgot uh, some about of her that tattoos one. are said to be Buddhist or Tibetan spells. Um she played Maleficent. Yep. You know, that witch. Um, so fans have long speculated that Angelina Jolie is a witch, but she has never said whether or not she identifies okay. as a witch. Um, but in 2019, she wrote an essay for Elle examining our country's dark history with women being perceived as witches and how much we owe them and wrote, quote, women could be accused of witchcraft for having an independent sex life, for being of, for speaking their mind on politics or religion or for dressing differently. Had I lived in earlier times, I would have been burnt at the stake many times over for simply being myself, end quote.
2: Mm.
1: So, she's she's still alive, so the jury is still out. Yeah.
0: Next up, we have Lana Del Rey. I think she thinks she's a witch. Yeah. (laughs) Final answer. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Alright, so... In I believe, I don't remember when I when this was it might have been in 2014. Um, Lana Del Rey once admitted to joining forces with a coven of witches yeah. to put a hex on former U.S. president.
0: Unfortunately for everyone involved, Donald Trump. Um, yeah, I don't know. Too- I don't know like anything about Lana Del Rey. I can name like three songs. It's only because they've been like hammered into my brain from the radio. But yeah, I could say immediately, witch. <laughs>
1: Um, well, you're, mm. um, so she and this coven tried to what's called bind him. Um, I think I remember told an probably because I remembered this when I was looking it up. Uh-huh. Um, it was, it was newsy. Um, she told an Emmy quote, so I guess she must've said this in like 2016, 2017, because he was, yeah. Um, she said, quote, yeah, I did it. Why not? I'm in line with Yoko Ono and John uh, John Lennon and the belief that there is a power to the vibration of a thought. Your thoughts are very powerful things and they become words and words become actions and actions lead to physical changes. I really do believe that words are one of the last forms of magic and I'm a bit of a mystic at heart and i've seen how i feel about changing those people's lives and i've been on the other side of that as well on the other side of well wishes and on the other side of malintent mm-hmm. and i've realized how strong you have to be bigger than all of it even bigger than your own vibrations
0: end quote mm. all right yeah. that's very witchy yeah
1: next up we have actress heather graham hmm. i know
0: I don't know much about her. Mm hmm. She was in a witchy movie called Half Magic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. She's a witch. Sure. Final answer? Yeah, why not? You don't sound too confident. I don't know her that well.
1: That's fair. Well, in 2009, speaking of politics, this was before Barack Obama became president, she said in an interview with MSN that she was in a coven. Okay, cool. Yeah. And that and had sent and had, quote, sent Barack Obama positive energies and, quote, in the hope that he would be elected, which it he worked. Was. Yes. And she said, quote, I have this group of friends and we get together and we call ourselves the goddesses and we wish for things. And then a lot of amazing things have happened to all of us. We burn things honoring the elements of earth, wind, air and fire you do spells we did this thing where we were calling on the wind and the air and this whole storm started on my roof it was amazing empowering end quote oh, that's fun yeah good for heather graham next
0: up we have katy perry <sighs> no uh, i don't No, i don't think she's a witch so final answer i know i'm wrong but yeah yeah that
1: seemed a very final answer yeah. um well, in 2014, Katy Perry was spotted visiting the oldest witchcraft store in Salem, Massachusetts.
0: I mean, that's gonna be me though. Like where she
1: reportedly performed a love magic ritual.
0: Ugh, well, look what happened to her ex-husband. Which one? <laughs> yeah, Russell, oh no, I guess that Russell Brand. Oh, yeah, no,
1: yeah, no. This was I don't know what I don't know when the Russell Brand Katy
0: Perry era was. I don't remember.
1: Uh, I know what happened. It was I, I lived
0: it. When did like Teenage Dream come out? That was about their relationship right it was and that was when i was in high, high school, school so yeah. it might have been after this okay
1: i i'm not 100 percent, but i do know that she told cosmopolitan quote i don't stay single for long i carry a lot of rose quartz which attracts the male maybe i need to calm it down with the amethyst i'm not also, like maybe Professor you're a Higgins. fucking famous singer <laughs> what the fuck katie very <laughs> oh. I'm not like Professor Higgins with my sex life. I'm not super strict. For me, the most important thing is about uh, uh, the thing about sex is connection. End quote. Um, okay.
0: <laughs> but sure, I appreciate to um, say that like the rose quartz is what's keeping Katy Perry like constantly in a relationship is fucking hilarious because she's a fucking famous singer. <laughs>
1: but i mean this was like because i did look it up she (laughs) and russell brand got a divorce in july 2012. yeah um and they had actually been separated as of like december 2011. so this was after okay um next up we have patrick swayze whoa
0: wait i know i think i know something about this Yes. yes i
2: think
0: yeah i think yeah you think yeah final answer all these are gonna be final answer answer. i'm not going back on anybody all right all right
1: so patrick swayze told the philadelphia inquirer that he collected crystals and that he even owned a magic wand (gasps) saying quote i absolutely believe in crystals they are a major part of my life i really think i'm on a journey now spiritually and career wise he held up a thin opalescent rock and said this is my magic wand and this one tiny smooth black this has positive properties i have tons of these things museum quality i don't know if this stuff works but i tell you i believe that things you believe in can come true end quote yeah may he rest in peace yeah what a sweetheart he was a crystal witch yeah i love it um next speaking of crystal we have grand finale
0: this is gonna this is gonna fuck with your mind oh no stevie nicks oh god i mean immediate, <laughs> immediately i think yes but then i like i think you're throwing me a
1: a curveball there
0: or am i
1: that's why i put her on here do you yes,
0: yes. or no yes yes i a think she's top yet. witch
1: well stevie nicks has long been rumored to be involved in witchcraft uh the gossip began back in the
0: 70s of course yes
1: and if you listen to the music she's made with her fleet with with her solo career or Fleetwood Mac um hello Rhiannon Silver Springs two songs on the Practical Magic soundtrack a whole fucking album called Belladonna. um it's easy to see why however she denied these rumors in the early 1980s telling Entertainment Tonight quote I do not believe in witchcraft as a natural philosophy at all I just think it's fun and i love black clothes and i love moons and stars and merlin hats and mickey mouse but no i do not believe in that side of it at all end quote you might not believe in witchcraft but witchcraft believes in you stevie nicks (laughs) well she has continued to deny being a practicing witch but she has admitted she like since then that she has a high regard for witchcraft um in an interview magazine profile she said quote A long, long time ago, I decided I was going to have a kind of mystical presence. So I made my clothes, my boots, my hair, and my whole being go with that. But it wasn't something I just made up at that point. It's the way I've always been. I've always believed in good witches, not bad witches and fairies and angels. End quote. And then she also told VH1 Hollywood and Vinyl in 1998, quote, I totally believe in magic. Because my life, I think, has been very magic and magical things have come true for me after time after time and time after time after time, end quote.
2: Mm.
1: Nevertheless, she says she's not a witch, but she did appear on season three of American Horror Story Coven as a white witch version of herself.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah, that's, that's witches. That's not, that's, we're not done, but that's, those are some people Um, we are going to get into really quick. The pop culture side of this of course which is ign did the top 10 movies this was in 2022 not in 2023 okay but top 10 movies on imdb by score and i decided to go with that one solely out is this of another uh, quiz no it is not can I'm just i going to read can i
0: name too. a bunch of them and see if they're on the list you know what yeah yeah let's do that okay how many movies
1: are on the list Haley's really into the like quizzing now yeah um there are 10. It's the top 10
0: from 2022. Okay uh Practical Magic has to be on the list. Okay. Are you gonna confirm or deny it as I go? Oh if you want me to I can. Are they in, in any type of order or can we just freestyle? I this? have them in order of last to first. Okay so 10 to 1. Is Practical
1: Magic on the list? No. <gasps> and I'm really bummed about it. But I understand How? from solely from I first of all, I think it was from IMDB standpoint, it was on the cusp. It was by the skin of its teeth that it didn't make it onto the list. Maybe this is just me trying to like I already don't believe this ease list. myself. But it also has a twenty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What? I know. It got critically panned, but it has a seventy three percent audience score with over one hundred thousand ratings. Even that's it's, too low it, though. That's still too low, but at the same <laughs> time, like my sister's going to be so it, it offended. Got, yeah, I was so offended when I found this out because our our jellyfin, I, of course, one of the first things that I had Michael put on there was Practical Magic. And Michael was like, this has a 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, because like, it pulls all that, back. that info, right? You yeah. take that back. It does. And I was like, that's fucking bullshit. And IMDb, on people the other People don't hand, know bullshit. People have taste. Um, but the critics consensus for practical magic is quote practical magic's jarring tonal shifts sink what little potential its offbeat story may have the nicole kidman and sandra bullock's chemistry makes a strong argument for future collaborations end quote fuck off justice for practical magic yeah but no it's not on the list i'm so upset what about hocus pocus it's not on the list I'm so sorry I'm so sorry okay it's not on the list. then I'm already
0: gonna fail this list because this is some bullshit
1: I know I know I don't want to guess favorite. anymore it's gonna be
0: some that's dumb my... shit. though I will say a fun fact uh that I didn't
1: really include in here Sarah Jessica Parker discovered that she was a descendant of one of the women accused of witchcraft in Salem I think I did know that yeah it made news but no, it's got a 6.9 out of 10 on IMDB, so I don't know why it's on this it's not on this list. Um Okay, but, what about the
0: craft? Dude, we gotta I'm make so a sorry. we gotta make a new list because I'm this so is some sorry. bullshit.
1: We do have to make a new list what because does, this is some bullshit. What what list is this from? This is from IGN in twenty twenty two. Who's IGN? It was, IGN is a like video game. Slash media outlet, they're stupid. Okay, so what do they think I mean, is a witch movie that's good? Um, well, and real quick, um, Hocus Pocus has a forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I know this is such... with a seventy-one percent audience score with over two hundred fifty thousand ratings. Bullshit. Um, critics' consensus is quote, harmlessly hokey yet never much more than mediocre. Hocus Pocus is a muddled family-friendly effort that fails to live up to the talents of its impressive cast. End quote. And yet, it got a sequel yeah
0: it got a sequel and it is a beloved classic
1: it is it's actually um google is telling me right now that it's the number three most searched movie available on hulu
0: yeah i bet on this list is bewitched gonna be on this list
1: no because we're only sticking to movies oh you're thinking of the nicole kidman one definitely no okay no all right tell me what Um, they think
0: is a witch movie that's good
1: okay so coming in at number 10 and a warning this movie is about which is like this is movies about witches okay not witches like movies with witches in them so like we know the Wizard of Oz is considered to be one of the best movies of all time and it also has a handful of witches yep okay don't come for me come for IGN number 10 coming in at number 10 we have the 1968 movie Witchfinder General never heard which of has a 6.7 out of 10 on imdb an 84 percent google score and an 88 tomato meter rating on Rotten Tomatoes with a 66 percent audience score and it stars another man another myth an actual legend Vincent Price who we oh. also previously talked about in a spooktober past on episode 150. so if you want to learn more about him you totally can um but basically it's a historical look at how witchcraft was punished in ancient England so it's more like a and documentary no than a... It. no it's more like a historical drama okay um but yeah apparently they say quote witchfinder general was terrifying for entirely different reasons the film features very little witchcraft and is instead about how the superstitions of ancient people was used to justify evil deeds price is downright evil as he goes about his task with gleeful abandon for life and limb end quote again 6.7 on imdb uh, on imdb i'm just putting this out there that practical magic scored higher and also IMDb, there's nowhere scored lower on imdb hocus pocus scored higher there's nowhere you can 6.9. watch this movie no so there then was this, nowhere i disqualified. Watch was no cr- critics consensus disqualified i completely agree with you i completely agree with you i completely okay. agree with you however what's IGN, number nine i don't make the rules number nine is bell book and candle never fucking heard of it it's a movie made in nineteen fifty eight starring James oh Stewart. Jimmy Stewart, you know Jimmy Stewart. Let's get
0: some young people and reviewing these Kim movies. Kim Novak.
1: And it also doesn't star with that. I stole the synopses from IGN, and it was like in the same year that actors James Stewart and Kim Novak lit up the screen. So they're not um, in it. They, oh no, they are in this movie. Oh, okay. Um I'm I'm not of this earth. I know. Um because it, it's it the sentence is confusing. In the same year, the actors, that actors, James Stewart and Kim Novak, lit up the screen in Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo. We all know Vertigo. Mm -hmm. The pair co-starred in an entirely different kind of love story, Bell Book and Candle. Um, It has a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, a 92% Google score, a 75% Tomato Meter rating on Rotten Tomatoes with a 65% audience score and no critics consensus. Mm. Um, But yeah, it's got all of your like classic witchcraft uh themes it's got the black cats it's got the spell books um it is kind of similar to bewitched in that it's like still set in a suburban neighborhood okay um and like kim novak's character is fully in control she falls in love with jimmy stewart who's her neighbor and she uses magic to like get him to fall in love with her even though he's already engaged Ooh. um hijinks Sue. but you can watch it for free on tubi okay Um, next up, number eight, we have the 1990
0: The Witches starring Angelica Houston. Okay. All right. This is the first one I agree with.
1: I, I knew you would. I knew you'd appreciate it. Um, it's got a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, a 78% Google score, a 94% Tomato Meter rating on Rotten Tomatoes, with a 70% audience score. And the critics' consensus quote, with a deliciously wicked performance from Angelica Houston and imaginative puppetry by Jim Henson's Creature Shop, mm. Nicholas Rogue's lo- dark and witty movie captures the spirit of Roald Dahl's writing like few other adaptations, end quote. Mm. And it's true. It's true. It's considered by and far to be the best roll doll adaptation. Yeah. Um. And Angelica Houston is fantastic as Miss Ernst, um. The like head witch, so to be, so to speak. Um. A, a little kid gets turned into a mouse who doesn't love that. Like it's that's terrifying. Cool it's, it's great. That's terrifying. Yeah. Jim Henson. And you can watch it on can't get better than Jim that. Henson. Jim Henson. Um. And you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then I lied to you. Oh no.
0: Hocus focus is on this list. I just forgot. Oh, okay, great. All right.
1: I'm back, <laughs> on, I'm back on board that. with this list. I can't believe I did that. Cause I was like, this makes no sense. It's got a six point nine. Yeah. Um it is on the list. It's got a six point nine out of ten on the six. 86% Google score, 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, 71 audience score we read the critics consensus did we read the critics consensus you could read it again i love the movie no we did we did because it said that it failed to live up to the talent oh, of its okay. impressive cast and i was like fuck off bullshit um and we know hocus pocus you can watch it on disney plus and hulu it's the third most searched movie on hulu apparently yep next up number six we have the witch stylized as the vv yes, yes 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 in 20- the, 2015 what's his Anya name taylor joy yeah uh, it has a 7 out of 10 on IMDb, a 77% Google score, a 90% tomato meter rating on Rotten Tomatoes, with a 60% audience score, and the critics' consensus quote, as thought provoking as it is visually compelling, the witch delivers a deeply unsettling exercise in slow building horror that suggests great things for debut writer, director Robert Eggers.
0: End quote. Yeah, at one point, uh, if my memory is correct, a crow breastfeeds from an old woman something like that. I yeah.
1: do I look like I've watched it? I don't know. Do, does it sound like you saw me in the last episode and I was like my heart was pounding from a description of a stressful, not even scary, stressful movie. Yeah. I'm not I am not equipped for this. Um but it's basically like I I I I don't want to give too much away because I do know how this goes. Um Michael really likes Annie taylor joy and therefore really likes this movie um but it follows a family in new england in the 1630s um witchcraft is happening mm-hmm. and there's a black goat that Name they black have <laughs> and the you can watch you can watch it on hbo max and prime slash hulu if you've got the hbo extension okay next up number five we're in the top five. We've got Black Sunday, which is okay. a 1960 movie. It's got a 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb, an 89% Google score, an 86% Tomato Meter rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 78% audience score with the critics' consensus. Quote, Mario Mario Babas- official narrative debut is a witchy nightmare steeped in gothic splendor shot in charoscuro black and white and punctuated with startling gore end quote
0: Mm, i do like mario bava so
1: okay well then you would probably yeah you would probably like this movie um it's considered to be one of his scariest films Ooh, okay um yeah and the way that it's shot basically it's still creepy to this day all right um And you can watch it for free on Sling TV and Plex. And you can also watch it if you have a Prime account. Cool. Next up, number four. I Married a Witch, (laughs) which was a 1942 movie. Uh, Has a 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. A 90% Google score. A 95% Tomato Meter rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a 70% audience score with the critics' consensus of nothing at all because there wasn't one because it was 1942. Great. Um, But it was one of the first movies to portray witchcraft like in a comedic sense as well as scary. Okay. Um, because this witch basically uses black magic to resurrect herself in modern 1942 and just tortures a dude who is a descendant of the person who had her sentenced to death damn and yeah and it's got veronica lake as the witch jennifer and we stand. But if you want to watch it, you've got to have HBO Max or the HBO like extension of Prime. Okay. Now number three, we have another movie that was remade later in life, Suspiria. Yeah. This is the 1977 version. Has a 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. 87% Google score. 94% Tomato Meter rating on Rotten Tomatoes with an 83% audience score and the critics' consensus, quote, The blood pours freely in Argento's classic Suspiria, giallo horror as, horror as grandiose and glossy as it is gory, end quote, and not a single. What's her name? Uh, she's she's uh, Nepo Baby and Don Johnson's daughter, Dakota Johnson yes. and Melanie Griffith's daughter and Tippi Hedren's granddaughter. Uh, there's not a dakota johnson to be found but it's considered to be one of the best non-english language horror films of all time it's very good uh basically this dancer enrolls at a prestigious dance academy in germany and then it turns out like there's this weird conspiracy going on with witchcraft and murder and it's directed by dario argento and lots of good colors in this creepy movie. <laughs> lots of colors lots of good colors but also lots of colors um and you can watch it for free on tubi to see all the colors yeah and then next up, we have number two, Haxon, I think it's yeah. called. H. It's like one of the, the first horror movies. Umlauts. It is! Yeah. It was made in 1922. Yeah. Uh, it has a 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb, a 91% Google score, a 91% Tomato Meter rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and an 81% audience score. And it's also like a fake documentary style yep. movie, which I think is interesting. Um, And it just kind of... uh in theory recounts the history of witchcraft from when it began until the anti-witch hysteria in europe and it's very it's very interesting very cool um and it's a silent film yep so
0: yeah it's very hard to get any type of narrative structure out of it
1: yeah a little bit um Obviously, anywhere but you're going to find still, it, watch
0: like watch it. The quality is going to be dog shit, but like,
1: it's still interesting. It's, yeah. it's still interesting, and it's still, like, because there's no audio, they heavily relied on it being visually interesting. Yeah. Um. So you can watch it for free on Tubi, Tubi, or you can watch it on HBO Max, or, again, if you've got the HBO extension of Prime. And then finally, we have number one. And this fucking pisses me off. Oh, no. Number one.
0: Be is, fucking stupid
1: not exactly but the uh, you'll see it is the 2001 film spirited away what that's what i fucking said excuse me yeah yeah it has an 8.6 out of
0: 10 it's, on not IMDb. St- it's not a stupid movie but it's stupid to be on this no. list it's
1: it's Got an eight point six out of ten on IMDb, a ninety five percent Google score, a ninety six percent Tomato Meter rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and ninety six percent audience score. With the critics' consensus quote: "Spirited Away is a dazzling, enchanting, and gorgeously drawn fairy tale that will leave viewers a little more curious and fascinated by the world around them." End quote. Um, and I have nothing against Spirited Away. Like you said, it's a it's it's a great movie. It's a beautiful movie. Yeah. Um. But I really was like, yo no kiki's delivery service which is literally a witch about a little witch named kiki who has a delivery service but no because kiki's delivery service only has a 7.8 out of 10 on imdb apparently um not apparently like i looked it up but i was like how the fuck did this get on here but not how did spirited away get
0: on there and practical magic is nowhere to be seen
1: I know. I know and no Kiki's delivery service because again, Kiki's delivery service may have a lower IMDB score. and I know that that's what this is about. but it does have a ninety eight percent tomato meter rating and a eighty eight percent audience score. And that should be enough. Um, Rob, but it's not. You can watch both a both Kiki's delivery service and Spirited Away on HBO Max or Prime if you've got that like extension. yep. Uh, But yeah, justice for practical magic, justice for Kiki's delivery service. And then I'm going to close this with a few signs that you might be a witch. (gasps) Okay. All right. We're going to go through this really quick. Number one, you've got like old soul eyes or big eyes. Okay. Um, As as the saying goes, the eyes are the window to the soul. So the most popular trait of witches, this is all also from... Um, A website that I found called otherworldlyoracle.com. Fun. Okay. Um, Yes. So witches are said to reincarnate often, uh, which means they're old souls dating back like centuries. And then also they're not, they've got supernatural abilities. So they've got these large penetrating eyes sometimes. They either have one of these things or both, Um, but they've got these big old eyes because their souls are just supernatural and maybe even from another dimension or star system okay depending. uh next up we've got special special birthmarks or moles mm. um i talked about this with anne boleyn they would refer to birthmarks as witch marks um accused witches would, al- would also be searched for extra nipples which are said to be where witches suckled their familiars um according to these witch hunters um however actual witch marks are not typically an extra nipple apologies to harry styles but they're actually like a weird shape including but not limited to shapes of countries sigils ancient alphabets so on something that would some in some way they tell a story of a witch's past life Ooh, okay um like you were tortured and put to death during the salem witch trials oh look at that like weird birthmark where you were tortured and put to death. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, Next up, we have palm signs. Now, they say our hands tell our life story. And if you look at the lines on your palms and, like, your finger pads, like, we're including that, Mm -hmm. um, you may see some some signs Mm. of witchcraft. For example, a cross in the middle of your index finger which is also called the mystic's cross or a circle on the bottom palm opposite your thumb. Uh, That is said to indicate either of those is said to indicate clairvoyance, which is a psychic ability that many witches are said to possess. Okay. And then there's a small circle on your palm underneath your ring and middle fingers that indicates strong intuition. And then finally, if you've got three or more vertical lines so up and down, not side to side. Okay. Under the pinky finger on the palm of your hand. Um, those are known as that is known as the Samaritan sign, aka the healer sign, which means you may have guessed, having the ability to heal. Okay. Um and yeah, it's just it's very, it's very interesting. Um I'm into it. I like it. I feel it let us know if you've got these signs um another one that might seem cliche but according to otherworldly origin um is legit tattoos mm. because To a witch, tattoos are more than just body art. They are amulets and talismans, sometimes devotions to different deities, and so on and so forth. And in Celtic culture, tattoos were marks of royalty, lineage, occupation, and a map to the other world. And some Egyptian mummies have also been found with tattoos that are believed to signify magical knowledge, uh, magical abilities, being a high priestess, things like that. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clumsiness. (laughs) Clumsiness. <laughs> okay. I know. Um, that, the the logic behind this is because witches spend half their time with one foot in this world and one foot in the other, which makes them more likely to be, like, flighty or clumsy or having their head in the clouds. And so, you know, you're tripping over your feet. You're dropping things. Okay. You're, you're, like, as my mom used to, not used to, still says, like, you're brain dead. Um, so... Is it a sign of being a witch? Like, who knows? But if you feel like you're a little clumsy, um, some grounding techniques could help you. Um, And, you know. Next up, we got praying knees. What? And this is another thing that would be possibly carried over from a past life, um, which is abnormal, like, bone structure or skin on your knees. Like, if they always look, like, really, like, fucked up, like beaten up bruised things like that um it could be that you were a priest priestess or some type of religious devotee in the past um could also be that you're like a a plant witch and that you're gardening a lot yeah yeah um you know either or next up body temperature so it doesn't have to be because of an illness obviously like if you have like a weird body temperature you should go see a doctor. but if a person has like an abnormally low body temperature or the ability to increase their body temperature um it could be attributed to being a witch particularly what is called a star seed which is a person whose soul has incarnated on other planets before this life Mm. um and yeah so If anybody has ever said like, you're basically like a furnace, it's because you might have divine energy naturally running through you. Mm. Um, And Reiki practitioners also are said to have the ability to project warmth from their hands and their feet, for example. Next up, we've got veins. So if you've ever looked at your veins and you notice that they like form like a symbol or a pattern, um, maybe a rune, maybe again, like an ancient alphabet or a sigil or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um it could be that they're a physical manifestation of like what's in your soul. Next up, we've got you looking younger than your age. Shout out to the girl at Costco that carded me the other day. Oh. Um, <laughs> and because of there's vitality running through a witch's chakras and bodies, they often look youthful. So when someone says like oh you look so young for your age or whatever it's not that you're like pulling an elizabeth battery shout out to like i think our like fourth episode or something like that um you're not bathing in like the blood of children or anything like that you're just true beauty comes from within and it radiates outward and that's what you should be doing. Okay. Or you're like fucking Mother Gothel, and you're keeping a child hostage and making her grow her hair and blah blah blah. But speaking of hair, we've got wild, crazy, untamed hair. Me, you. Um, in ancient times, many tribes believed that having long, unruly hair was a source of power. <gasps> yep, you got your stem. I do. Um, currently. And. <laughs> and so both men and women in certain cultures would keep their hair as long as possible because it was linked to having clairvoyance being connected to the spirit world um also strength think of like the story of samson and delilah um so if you're always keeping your hair long always keeping it like wild or unruly it could be another physical characteristic of being a witch it doesn't mean that you're necessarily a witch if you don't have this but it's a possible characteristic. It's exciting. And another possible characteristic is being born with a call. Ooh. Now, a call is a portion of the amniotic sac that is still around the baby's head when they're born. Whoa! It is rare. Yeah. Something. Uh, add this to the list of things that I didn't know about childbirth that I'm like, what the fuck. Um. In some European communities, it actually meant the opposite of witchcraft, meaning that the baby would have abilities to basically like ward off witches. Um. And it also was meant to, or or was believed to symbolize, like, that the people of the village would have prosperity, that their land would be very fertile and things like that. That's cool. Um, And in Romania, it was thought that a baby born with a call was thought to become a vampire. Ooh. Next up, the only thing that we should take away from the movie Shallow Hal, um, born with a tail. hmm So being born with a tail, being born with any kind of extra digit, like a nipple or anything like that, um, is thought to be another physical characteristic of a witch. Um, And they would say that these babies born with tails, for example, were considered changelings, which are fairy babies that are exchanged for human babies. Mm. Um, And that you're from the other world, that you're elemental in origin. Um, And... It, it just that you're that i don't know how to how to expi- explain this like it's not a deformity is the point okay it is something that is a a mark like a, a something you should be proud of okay um not that you shouldn't seek medical attention for things but it's it's just it's thought to be that like witches are often kind of thought to be the the not the worst of society, but you know what I mean? They're they're given, like, a bad rap. Yeah. And they're thought to be, like, the outcasts. And this kind of just contributes to that a little bit. Um, speaking of which, another thing. You've always heard, gingers have no souls. Mm. That's because of the whole belief in Scotland and Ireland. Uh, not That's not because of, but in Scotland and Ireland, it was believed that if you had red hair, you were a witch. Uh, nobody really... I, like i don't really know why this was a thing but just because it was different essentially <laughs> essentially and into and early christians don't forget like fire equals hell equals devil um red fire you know yeah uh, they were simple Lindsay Lohan back then fire crotch everybody was simpler from like before before right now actually before
0: right now everybody was before <laughs> like a few years from now i would say
1: yeah (laughs) yeah you know Mm. um but coming on up we've got hypersensitivities um and that might be like allergies if you're severely allergic to things that other people typically aren't allergic to um particularly man-made things or like chemicals like alcohol cigarette smoke uh certain fabrics latex things like that okay um or Sensitivity to like sounds, lights, tastes, textures of foods, aromas, um, sensations on your skin, like, like I said, like fabric or like certain shoes. Yeah. Um, now some of this could be like to do with sensory stuff to do with being neurodivergent and having like a sensory processing disorder and other types of things where, like, okay, like obviously still like medical attention, which is believe in medical attention. Um, but many witches according to this oracle she says quote i've found that many witches also either have this diagnosis or are sensitive anyway end quote so it's just another example of being a witch yeah and then finally we've got hag hands (gasps) um and before you say like oh my god it's old hands like i'm grabbing the retinol and the sunscreen um it's just a particular shape of hands and fingers um like your palm and the back of your hand will be long and thin and your fingers will also be long and thin you can see the bones on the back of your hand your fingers will look bony your skin will be tight sometimes your skin will be wrinkly um but like again this kind of falls into like the whole palm thing and you can like read your palm online like you can like look up how to do it you can go to a palm reader and they can also when you see a palm reader analyze and intuit a person's finger shape and hand shape Mm. now to close you might be wondering could i be a witch and maybe you're excited by this maybe you're not but the good thing is that the answer to your question is that it is entirely up to you okay um, like, yes, you can have a really strong connection to and love of nature or medical physical things like crystals and herbs and angels and fairies and whatnot. Uh, maybe you see ghosts. Maybe you're drawn to alternative healing methods or rebelling against society. Maybe you have like precognitive dreams or maybe you just I don't know, like you're maybe you're feeling witchy. But what matters is how you identify at the end of the day. So if you're a witch, you're a witch. And if you're not, you're not. Okay. Um, but some people do say there's a little witch in all of us. So That's exciting.
0: Depends on what you believe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That's what we did. That's That's so exciting.
0: I like this. This is perfect for the spooky scene. I like you.
1: Exactly. It's perfect for the spooky season. It's perfect to get you excited for Salem. It's perfect for me to get all the FOMO from you going to Salem. I'll be posting a lot
0: and... if you want to follow me. Oh, we I'm never so do this. If you want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is H-E-Y underscore L-E-E 12. And it's I w- in our Instagram bio. It is in our crime culture Instagram bio. Yes. And I will be posting a lot on my stories probably
2: mm-hmm. of
0: uh, my trip to salem it's also on my anniversary so there'll be that in there as well yeah um love this yes it's very exciting and uh this is your second episode of the week for spooktober as a reminder we do two episodes a week tuesdays and thursdays and that is throughout the entire month of october if you are a part of our secret satan gift exchange um Mm -hmm. i am currently hard at work on my gifts um i have a couple people that have uh said that they've already sent out their gifts just ahead oh, of, love it. such ahead of schedule love that love to see it um but make sure you send out your gift so that it gets to your recipient before halloween so that we can all open everything on halloween and uh we'll do that during our halloween live stream on twitch more details about that specific times and stuff as it gets a little bit closer Uh, Probably be on our social media because we're pre-recording a bunch of episodes, so we might not know by the time it gets closer. Um, We're on Facebook, Instagram, Mm -hmm. Twitter, email is crimeculturepod at gmail.com, website is crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com, and... That's great. So we're going to see you next Tuesday. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.